back to the Social Misfits podcast. This is episode number six, and today we will be taking over. My name is Perla Muñoz. My name is Lydia Chavez. My name is Karina Costa. And my name is Jennifer DC, and we're so excited to be here. Yes. Finally, finally here. The, yes. Whenever the guys uh, gave us this opportunity to be here, we were just very excited, yes. very yes. nervous. We prayed on this, and we're finally here, and we're yes. just so excited to just finally like dive into the things we don't know about each other, these topics that I know people wonder, and I'm so glad that they chose us to be here, guys. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. yes, I'm gonna let Perla just share something about herself. Yes, we're gonna share a, a couple of things. Um, yes. Like I said, my name is Perla Muñoz. I am 25 years old, and I am a Dallas photographer. Um, I am married to the person who normally sits here, Matthew. Um, <laughs> and just a little, bit, a little bit about my story of how I came to Christ. I've always been a Christian. I've always believed in God, but my relationship with God didn't start until around uh, five years ago, where I truly started knowing Christ, who He was, and what He what He expected of me. And so, learning that, I'm just honored to be a part of uh, any 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 single thing that the Lord um, um, has done and will continue to do. So it's just an honor that I get to be a vessel for His use. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll I'll let um, Lydia introduce herself. So again, my name is Lydia Chavez. Uh, I am 28 years old. I have been happily married for, uh, I would say it, it's going to be nine years in July. Wow. Yes. Years. So I'm excited for that. Uh, we have two, uh, four beautiful boys. Um, they range from the age 13 to 11 months. And um, I'm currently a homemaker proud of it yes <laughs> I stay home and I, I um, dedicate myself to my children and mm. my husband and um, man I feel like it's been such a long journey yeah. I, I don't even know where to begin uh, how to say where I came uh, when I came to Christ but um, I was really young I was 17 18 years old mm. I had a, a high school friend who invited me she was actually a, a pastor's daughter and I came to Christ through her and, and that's it. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. My name is Karina Costa. I am 25 years old. Um, I'll be 26 soon. Um, at the moment, I am. I do own my small business. It's um, apparel for, uh, it's a Christian apparel clothing. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually came uh, to, uh, to Christ through Perla. Perla had posted something on Instagram. It was about our church. Mm-hmm. And... I just took, you know, the opportunity to ask her, and I said, Perla, can you give me more information? I had no idea who she was. Uh, I had never spoke to her before, mm-hmm. but I was in a moment where I was very lost, where I was very confused, and I knew that I needed a way out, and I knew that my only way out was Christ. Even though I didn't have a relationship with him, I knew mm-hmm. of his existence, and I had felt yeah. his presence before, you know, so... My now husband, at the time we were dating, so I asked him, I said, hey, would you like to go with me? He said, yes. I asked Perla, and at the moment we're here, we we came to Christ about a year and a half ago, and yes. we've loved every part of it. So, yes, I'll pass it to Jenny. Wow. Amen. Amen. Um, well, my name is Jennifer Luna. Now that I'm married, it's Jennifer DC. It's really hard for me to, like, just say that because it's been only a year we're about to be a year in june 13th so next month we're gonna be a year and i'm married to alex who usually sits here um i'm 20 years old i have a daughter of seven months and she's crazy (laughs) but um something about me about when i came to christ um it was about two years ago it was july 14th 2019 
And I remember that because it was just life changing. And mm -hmm. when Christ like comes into your life and you fully accept him, it leaves a mark. So yes. um, before I came to the church that I'm at now, um, I was actually Catholic and I had gone to church when I was little. I, w I did my confirmation. I did my communion. I did all the stuff that Catholic, you know, people do. But I never really had like that who is God like I never really talked to God I just did the whole religion thing like oh you go to church and that's it you know or you sit in mass and you just blank it out because the, the, the priest is like slow you know but it was my senior year of high school that I had all my best friends that were believers and I was like, man, they're hypocrites. Like, I don't know what they're saying. Like, I'm going to keep doing me. But I would slowly see them, like, pulling themselves away from me, right? Mm -hmm. And it was one day where after, we gradu after I graduated in 2019, mm -hmm. my husband, who was my friend then, would constantly be like, come with me. Come with me to, like, church mm -hmm. on Sunday. That's come with me to church that. on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And I would always be like, no. Like, I have other better things to do. But honestly, I was actually scared to go to church. Like, yeah. I... Mm -hmm. I just feared it. I fe not feared the Lord, but I feared the environment because of what I was used to, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. thank God that Alex really t like kept being persistent and constant with that because mm -hmm. if he didn't, I probably would have never gone. Yeah. And it was one Sunday that he just said, hey, it was actually Saturday, and he was like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, oh, nothing. Like, I'm going to be free. And he's like, oh, so you're free, so you can go to church. <laughs> yeah. So he like put me in a trap, right? And I was like, okay, I guess I'll go. And I went, and from that moment on, like, Mm -hmm. I walked into church, and mm -hmm. it was my first time ever going to, like, a Christian church, so it blew my mind, like, worship yeah. and mm -hmm. everything, like, the girls were too friendly, I remember seeing Perla, mm -hmm. and she was, like, so happy, and I'm like, why is she so happy for, like, <laughs> I was like, she's fake, like, that's not what I do it, like, I honestly thought, like, they're just putting up, like, a happy face, yeah. and that's it, right, yeah. but, no, I was there, and the Lord struck me, literally, yeah. and from there, like, I just haven't that's gone beautiful. back, so. Praise the Lord. That's, that's beautiful, awesome. yeah. Yes. Wow. That's beautiful. Yes. And now they're married? And they have a beautiful yes. baby girl. Yes. yes. I love yes. it. She's beautiful. Yes. yes. Oh, my goodness. So how would you say that, I mean, a question for all of us. Yeah. How would we say that we, based on the experiences and the testimony that we've had, that the Lord has used, um, how did we transition from religion that you saw, mm -hmm. right, and religion mm -hmm. that we could all easily fall into, how did we turn that into relationship mm -hmm. with Christ? Like, what is what taught us? that mm. and I'll start okay. yeah so um I was religious for quite a while and I've shared a, a little bit about mm -hmm. this I, I was religious within my um within my youth I I, I knew about God at a young age mm -hmm. and I knew there was a God I knew that he was mighty I knew that he created this world but I didn't have a relationship with Christ right so I was religious for about five years to where I, I went to church, I did the part, I wore the clothes, I carried the Bible, I did the hair, and I did all of these things to look like a Christian, right? So I appeared mm. like a Christian, but my heart was so filled with anger and pride and resentment and unforgiveness based on my childhood, right? So I learned how to kind of masquerade um, my whole identity, right? And, and, and again, looking like a Christian, so I was religious, right? But within my heart, I had no, no relationship with Christ. So I didn't know what that was like until mm -hmm. I came here to CD Church, which is, which is our church that we go to now. So until I came to CD Church, now that I um, I was able to feel, um, Matt and I, we, we learned 
God's love through the love of people. Mm-hmm. So when we came to this church, all of these people were just kind of like what you said, right? Like they were so happy and yeah. so joyful and yeah. so yeah. Um, filled with something that is like, what are you filled with? Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel that way. Why, why are you like that? Mm-hmm. And so learning that when we walked into church, right, we, we, we felt the love uh, of these people that only God can give, right? We only mm-hmm. love because he first loved us. So seeing the love that we so much needed because we mm-hmm. were religious, we were condemned, we were ashamed, or we would put like um kind of like restrictions and rules, yeah. right? So you have to do this, you have to do yeah. that to look this part. But then like if we don't focus on the heart, then it's kind of pointless because we can look at it, but God's like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. I don't know you, you. You're going to look like a Christian, but I don't know who you are truly. Yeah. So I think that that's been a, a seven-year journey to where I experienced the Lord for myself and I tasted and seen that the Lord was good for Perla, yeah. right? Like what, what Perla is. So mm-hmm. it's been a transition and I'm so thankful for everything that, that happened, but that's how I learned about relationship over religion, and I would never go back. That's oh, really nice. Yeah. That's kind of That's good. Yeah. What about y'all? I feel like, um, I feel like in a way, at some point, when we start to go to church, we all kind of fall into that yes. religion mm-hmm. um, because we walk into it not really knowing. I mean, we, we walk in, we, we see that atmosphere, we see people, you mm-hmm. know, just praising God, and mm-hmm. we're like, what is this you know and of course you have that encounter with God Mm -hmm. and for for instance in my case when I started going uh, to church uh, I loved all the sermons and and it would speak to me and and um and but I remember it just thinking like that's it like I thought that was it like that was church we go to church on Sunday Mm -hmm. and you listen to the word you do the worship and that was it Mm -hmm. right I was never taught like Hey, Lydia, like, mm-hmm. you need to sit down and read your word. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to get to know who God is yeah. in, in a personal, deeper level. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. actually, when I came to CDA, I want to say that was about, it's been about five, six years. Mm-hmm. It's been about five, six years. And there, I started learning that, I mean, and this is why I, I love our pastors, because yes. they really... They really emphasize and focus in having a personal relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. So that means that, yes, you go to service, yes, you fellowship, and you surround yourself with people who are also believers, mm-hmm. but you keep that you keep that going at home as well. Yeah. Yes. So you, you we have to continue to seek the Lord, continue to read, yeah. continue to have those um, private moments with him yeah. and, 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 and try to really apply that that sermon that you learn on Sunday make sure you, you try to continue to apply it throughout the week mm-hmm. yeah. and um, so that's what I learned that's, about that's um, having a relationship with God over religion mm-hmm. yeah. that's beautiful yes. yeah. I think in my case it was very similar even though I came to Christ a year and a half ago my husband and I we came in we didn't come in expecting a lot I think since we didn't grow up in a religious home we we were never talked to mm-hmm. about God, you know, like, yes, my parents knew of the existence of God, but we were never taught that we could have a relationship with God. We were never th- taught that we could actually s- sit down, read his word and mm-hmm. speak to him like like who he is, our friend, mm-hmm. our savior, you know. So growing up, I think when we came to church, we didn't expect anything because of that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like coming in, we just saw so much, like so many people full of love, full, full of of patience, of trust, you know, mm-hmm. and it was very different to us. And I think that a lot of people that walk in into church can come in thinking that they have to be religious, right? Yeah. They come in with that yeah. mentality of I need to I need to be religious, I need to 
mm. present myself as a religious person yeah. because if mm. I don't, I'm not going to get be accepted by yeah. others or by the people in church. But then, like you said, our pastors do very well reminding us mm. that it's not about religion at the end of the day mm-hmm. it's about having a deeper and personal relationship with god yeah. and that is the only way that he's going to be able to speak mm-hmm. to us and yeah. that we're going to be able to get to the next level of what he wants us to do yes. of where he wants us to go mm-hmm. so i think that just the people the people that you surround yourself with yeah. will always show you of, of the relationship that we can have with christ yeah. Yeah. so I, I i would say that like we we will never come in expecting obviously and we we're always going to put that dress or that you know wanting to be religious mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it's like what kind of relationship are you carrying with christ yeah. and that relationship will take you somewhere else yeah. you know yeah. so it's just beautiful having a relationship with christ yeah. over yeah. over choosing yes. religion i feel like religion will always confuse you yeah. but that relationship with christ will take you directly where he wants mm-hmm. you to go yes. but that's how i and i wouldn't change it for anything to yes. have a relationship with our savior mm-hmm. yes. yes yes well for me, um, I, I can just relate to all of y'all. Like that moment where I was in church for the first time, I believe I was so scared because I felt like I had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I was so shameful of all the things I had done, all the the, the dirt on me, I guess you can say, right? Mm-hmm. And walking into that place, I felt like I had to present myself clean. I thought I had to present myself neatly, nice. Everything had to be perfect, right? And it, for me, it wasn't much about what the people would say it was more about like god i'm not worthy to be mm-hmm. here right and i think that just developed over time it's the enemy's lie to us you know mm-hmm. and so when i was standing there that first time at church and i realized that even though i wasn't seeking god god was always there for me mm-hmm. you know and that first day i was there i went to the altar like i rushed down there like i didn't even think i had never even done that you know so for me to be up there I was pouring my heart out, and one thing that was put on me was, it's only going to get harder from here. And I was like, what? What do you mean it's only going to get harder? Like, God is good. Like, God is going to give me everything good, right? But no, I, as I grew in my relationship with God, as I went into this journey, like, I realized it gets harder because it's not so much of following an agenda. It's not so much of like, oh, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. It's more of like, now you really have to change your ways and it's harder mm-hmm. for us you know it's not about the challenges that are going to be out there it's within your talent the challenge within yourself you know mm-hmm. trying to get rid of all these things that you're used to trying to stop mm-hmm. listening to music that you know doesn't grow within that doesn't help you grow all these things that you have to break off yeah. right yeah. but you can't do that by following oh i go to sunday service and oh i do this i like religion part you have mm-hmm. to genuinely have that relationship yes. to allow god to come into your heart to allow god to come in and be vulnerable with God yeah. that's where you have that relationship so to me like relationship is so big and I wish a lot of people who are out there they see the religion part they see yeah. the people who want you to love on them and mm-hmm. like that fake love they say sometimes but that's not true it's genuinely when you allow God to come into your yeah. heart you have that love that Christ had for us you know mm-hmm. and that God has for us right now so definitely relationship is so much beautiful than what it just sounds like it's intimate moments with God in your alone time and it's 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 crazy because we couldn't be here talking to each other together like this if we didn't have that alone time with Mm -hmm. God to be able Mm -hmm. to present ourselves this way and be able to let God flow through us so I just think relationship is a beautiful thing and Mm -hmm. for anybody who who's thinking 
well, how can I have that relationship? How can I get there? Well, one advice that I could say is open your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. like I wouldn't have been able yeah. to allow God to flow in through me if I didn't open my heart. And it might sound crazy. Like it might feel like you're talking and just to the air, but that's not true. Yeah. I promise mm-hmm. God is there and God is listening. Mm-hmm. Yes. You just have to be patient Yes. and yeah. just give it all in and trust and yeah. trust with everything. And I mm-hmm. promise seek and you shall find yeah yes. right? that's beautiful yes. i love that you say yeah. that actually like we like to share like a small testimony yeah. about that uh i was i was 15 years old mm. at this time and um uh, my whole life i grew up i heard about god i knew about god mm. and um i but when i turned 14 15 years old i turned into um i a runaway so i ended up in a juvenile as a runaway and when I was there they took they took all us all girls to the clinic to Mm -hmm. check us make sure that everything looked good they did a physical on us and there they told me that I was pregnant Mm -hmm. and I just remember like I was pulling my eyes I was like you're 15 I'm a little girl I'm 15 years Mm -hmm. old like Mm -hmm. what am I gonna do Mm -hmm. you know I'm in here because I, I'm not I'm not wanted at home because mm-hmm. and it's not their fault that I'm not wanted it was because I was you know rebellion mm-hmm. and so my mom didn't know what to do with me mm-hmm. and so she's and in and, and her eyes she saw that was the best way to cope mm-hmm. with it maybe mm-hmm. and and I remember that night when we all went into our into our dorms or rooms or whatever I got on my knees for the first time ever in my life it was the first time I ever got on my knees Mm. And and I remember my prayer. I it, it was exactly like this. I said, God, if you are real, mm. get me out of here. Mm. Wow. I don't want to spend another night here. Mm. This is not where I belong. Because in there, like you're with girls like mm. all yeah. day, and so that would cause tension. There would be girls fighting left and right. And yeah. I was already my mother instinct had automatically kind of kicked in in me because wow. I was like. I told God, I was like, I don't belong here. This is not my place. Like, this is dangerous for me and my child, right? Wow. So I remember telling God, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, get me out of here. And that was around 10, 10.30 at night. And I went to wow. bed. Mm-hmm. And they come and they, they knock on the, the doors of the, the rooms. It wow. was 11. I, I don't know what time it was then, but they said, they called out my name. They said, Lida Caballero, get your things. Let's, you're, you're going home. Oh, wow. And wow. I was like, at 11 at okay, night. 11 at night. Mm. Wow. And from that time to them, I guess, getting my discharge paperwork ready for me to go home, and I was in the car with my mom, it was 11.58. Wow. So the Lord really did not allow me to spend another, another day. day there, another wow, night. And so Praise God. my walk started there. And, wow. and I love that you said that, that you ask and you shall receive yes. and and I was so naive like I didn't mm. I, I was in desperate need I was mm. at my lowest yeah. where I felt the need to really seek him and yeah. I wasn't ever yeah. taught how to do it wow I, I just I just did it wow, wow. that is so beautiful yeah. yeah I love that I love what you pointed out too Jenny when mm-hmm. um, that sometimes when I was in 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 high school I remember I was having these conversations and I've always loved like hard conversations right mm-hmm. challenging conversations yes. that will 
like cause us to like think, right? Yeah. To ponder on. Mm. And I remember there was this there was this group of kids, and at that time is when I was living religiously, right? So, mm. but I still knew that there was something more that God wanted from me. I just didn't have, I didn't know what how to go about it, right? But then this group of kids or students, they were saying, um, I don't, I would never step a foot into church. I, mm. I don't want to go to church. Mm. And this was atheists and then like other religions. And I was observing to what they were saying. They were saying, I, I would never step a foot into church. Church is full of hypocrites, kind of like yeah. how your testimony yeah. started. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's full of hypocrites. People just go and they they uh, act one way in church and they act one yeah. way in church. And I shamefully, I admit it. And I said, mm-hmm. you're right. I said, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. That is that is how it is. And we fail to understand, right? Like church, is a, it's like a hospital for Christians, right? Mm-hmm. But just because it's like a hospital, sometimes we can get in the habit of excusing that into making, oh, I go to I want church on Sunday, so I'm good. Like I'm mm. living. Yeah. That's where we, you know, we talked about this religiously. Yeah. And then we can come come over here. So it's so sad, and I immediately started thinking that sometimes when we live one way at church and another way at home, that's when others start seeing us mm. and start treating our God as a joke. Yeah. Because yes. oh well. You're going to church, but you're not living mm-hmm. like you're of God. And it's so crazy how people yeah. of of outside of church no- notice that. Like, mm-hmm. they, 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 they see that there should be a difference in you, but why isn't there? Mm-hmm. So because Jenny's yeah. living one foot out, one foot in, well, I should be good. Yeah. I can continue drinking my beer. I can continue cussing. Yeah. If she's doing it, I can do it. Yeah. And it almost becomes excusable. Yeah. Right? So then at that moment, I, 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 I was ashamed and I said, Lord, that's true. Now, they weren't they weren't talking about me, but they were having a, a discussion mm. with our teacher. Wow. And I was surprised. I was glad that wow. we were having this conversation. I said, I, I agree. I said, um, sometimes, like, um, love is the way to, to show, right? To, yeah. to show our God. And so that, that brought me to a life of, um, you know, taking that within myself and saying, okay, you know what, I don't want to be, I don't want to lead that example for mm-hmm. the God that we serve, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where convictions start coming in, right? Like mm-hmm. we start like saying, you know what, God, we're in church. I need it. There has to be a difference, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There has to be, take my heart, right? We've lied. Mm-hmm. We've had bad thoughts in our brains. We've, um, yeah. um, you know, done all of these yeah. sins. Pride is a sin. Yeah. Um, anger. All of these things. Mm-hmm. Yes, anger, unforgiveness. Um, Yes, yes, and sometimes we fail to understand that, right? So we think, oh, I'm a good person, yeah. right? Like, I'm a good, I'm good on yeah. earth standards, mm-hmm. yeah. right? But biblically, yeah. mm-hmm. even the holiest pastor, even the most righteous pastor, is still a bad person. Yeah. Biblically, not bad, but like unholy, yeah, yeah. unrighteous, mm-hmm. yes. sinful. Yeah. So when we look at things that way, it kind of puts into perspective of convictions. Okay, God, I have so much pride in my heart. Lord, take it from me. God, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but take it. Yeah. Anger, God. I have so much anger in my heart. God, take it. Unforgiveness. God, th- this this person did this to me. Help me to love them the way you do. And it's hard, right? Yeah. 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 But that's where we can actually put um, effort and action into our convictions, right? Mm-hmm. Where we say, okay, God, this isn't in the Bible, so let, lead me to change. Lead yeah. me to repentance. Yeah. Lead me to cause a shift in my yeah. heart so that I can become better. Yes. And that can be alcohol. That can be cussing. That can be pride that can be anger that can be all of these things that we mm-hmm. minimize and that are look yeah. as normal mm-hmm. in today's society mm-hmm. but in the bible we are called to hate sin and love mm-hmm. what god loves yeah right yes. how does conviction look within y'all how what are some changes i want to do? kind of add something to what you said um in the form of like that conviction part right mm-hmm. whenever going back to just that first day i was at church and it's they told me 
the spirit told me it's mm. gonna get harder yeah it's mm. gonna get harder mm. and I was like what does that mean right so along the way I realized that harder part was Ooh. me thinking well I, I give money to the poor every every time I see them on the corner mm. of the street that's good enough for me, right? Like, that's good enough for God. Like, check, right? Like, I'm okay. I don't cuss no more. I don't listen to secular music. Like, yeah, I'm doing all the things that are outside of me, mm. but what was within me, right? Mm, that's good. Every now and then I would pop off if somebody told me something bad, right? So wow. that's when, the like, God really started working in that with me, and that's where that conviction came, where I allowed God to mold me in that way, you know? Like, you can't have conviction if you don't allow God to let that come in you, you know? You can't have... God tell you, hey, my son, my daughter, like, fix this. Yeah. Hey, my son, my daughter, why mm -hmm. are you getting angry? Like, mm -hmm. if you don't have that relationship with God, if you don't allow that, that Holy Spirit to come in you and convict you of something, right? Because mm -hmm. yeah. back yes. then, like, I knew something was morally wrong, but I didn't have that, that conviction, that real conviction where I come to repentance, mm -hmm. you know, and be like, Ooh, and be like, hey, I did wrong. I want to change this. Mm -hmm. Oh, I lied to my mom about this. I snuck out the other day but I'm just not gonna do it again. No, but mm -hmm. I would continue to do it because I wholeheartedly didn't feel sorry. I wholeheartedly yeah. didn't come down and want to change. And so when I gave my life to Christ, these little things started being like, okay. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit would be like, are you sure you wanna go out the back door? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you wanna say that? Are you sure you wanna speak? And that's where I would be like, you know what, God, forgive me. I am thinking these things that I know I shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Help mm -hmm. me, yes. strengthen me, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where you fall to repentance and you start changing and you start yes. allowing God to just move through you. And I think that's the greatest thing. Like mm -hmm. conviction, that's shout out to the Holy Spirit, yes. right? Like, because yes. yeah. without it, we wouldn't be able to even see our own insecurities, our own Plus. junk, you yeah. know? So definitely like, yeah. I, I love, I mean, I'm so grateful for, for conviction. Yes. For mm -hmm. the, you know, we could either see it as a, a shameful thing, mm -hmm. yeah. or we can see it as a, a form of redemption from God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, He wants to rebuild us, restore us, reform us, mm -hmm. you know, and, 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 and God is such a gentle God. Yes. Like, He doesn't force anything on us. Mm -hmm. So when you start your walk with God, you feel that love, right? Yeah. And because you feel the love of, of Christ in you, those 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 things those bad things that were okay mm -hmm. with you that's where conviction comes in yeah. it starts to feel like man like this doesn't feel right yeah. you know mm -hmm. and so that's god's love mm -hmm. and that's the holy spirit inside of you mm -hmm. like you said jenny yeah. and and th and this is what i love once when you you know we have the holy spirit and we have to work we have to continue to put work in it yes, for every yeah. single day to, to make sure that the Holy Spirit continues to dwell within, yeah. within us, right? Yeah. But when we, when we don't commit ourselves to that every day, the Holy Spirit will leave us. Mm -hmm. It will leave us, you mm -hmm. know? And so, therefore, it's, it, once it leaves us, it, it, it becomes harder for us to distinguish and tell, like, yeah. right from uh, wrong, yeah. you know, yeah. because the Holy Spirit is there to guide us. Mm -hmm. Yes. And... Um, when it comes to convictions, there's no need to feel shame. Yeah. I think it's important for us to say like, hey, like acknowledging, yeah. like, hey, like I did, I did, I did, I did wrong. I shouldn't have done this yeah. mm -hmm. and repent yes. and never do it again, you mm -hmm. know? And it's yeah. an everyday battle. Yeah. 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 So. Adding on to yours, I remember, I think I had shared this with you girls. Um, it's about, you know, feeling conviction. I feel like in order for conviction to come, there has to be a 
like you have to die to yourself like mm -hmm. you have to let go of the things that you once loved right because the holy spirit is not gonna be in a place that it's not where it's not honoring god right where you're not honoring god mm -hmm. so it's like it has you have to die to self and new birth has to happen and what does that mean new birth is you're allowing the holy spirit to dwell and come in you yeah. once that happens the holy spirit now lives in you and then that's when when convictions begin to happen mm -hmm. and I, I remember that whenever like one of the few times that i understood that conviction was beautiful it was one time where our pastor he said um come to the front whoever wants to die to to the things that you that you're doing to your sins to to the things that you're doing that's hurting others that's hurting yourself mm -hmm. so i remember going to the front and i was just like praising god and i just said god get out of me and destroy anything that's in me that isn't honoring you that isn't glorifying your name mm -hmm. that isn't good of of the holy spirit to come in me right mm -hmm. so then um i just remember like i just fell on my knees and i just started crying and crying wow. and crying like i couldn't stop crying and i knew that at that moment god broke me and he said mm -hmm. you know what you asked for it so i'm gonna give it to you and it goes mm -hmm. back to asking i, sh I shall receive right mm -hmm. and it's like he you know like he said okay karina this is what you want you you i'm gonna allow you to feel the the, your convic the conviction right i'm gonna allow you allow you to see what's wrong what you're doing wrong wow. and after that i realized like us allowing the holy spirit to come in and make us and, and give us that conviction it's actually a good thing right because mm -hmm. you're seeing the things that you're doing wrong that's not just hurting yourself it's hurting the people around you yeah. it's hurting your marriage it's hurting your friends your family your parents you know so after that moment every time i do something wrong or something that is not honoring god you know, God will let me know, like, and I'll feel that conviction, and I'm like, wow, like, thank you for that conviction that you made me feel at the mm -hmm. moment. I remember telling Lydia one time, I was like, Lydia, and I told uh, you, Perla, so, like, now when I do something, like, God will make me feel that conviction right away, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I'm thankful for it, mm -hmm. because now I'm able to catch the things that I'm doing that are yes. not helping me yeah. grow, and that are not helping the people around me, so I'm mm -hmm. just like, wow, like, we do need to die to ourselves, right, to the things that we like, to the things of the world, mm -hmm. right? Because we cannot bring in the things that we're doing, the things of the world, into wanting to have a relationship with Christ. It's like having one foot in, one foot out. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't work like that. So to me, it's like you have to die to, to yourself, like yeah. to the things that you like. And then from there, that's when um, you allow the Holy Spirit to grow in you, to come in you, to work in you. And from there, that's where where you give birth in, to the Holy Spirit and then conviction just starts mm -hmm. happening, you know, within mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. So it's just, yes. I mean, like just hearing y'all talk about conviction, I'm like, wow, like some people may see it a different way, right? Yeah. But like, it's just beautiful to have it within you. Yes. So yeah, that, that's yeah. how. See, and it's, it's exciting because within our church, right? See, which if you don't have a church to go to, CD Church. CDA. Yes. yes. We would love to have you. But, we'll, be, we'll be there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. we'll be there. <laughs> but one of the things, you know, as we all know, we've been talking about revival so much, mm -hmm. right? Revival. Revival within ourselves, our families, our mm -hmm. communities, Dallas, right? Yeah. Every single person, right, in need of revival within these times. Mm -hmm. And so to see, right, that one way to say, how can we seek revival? How can we go about revival? How can we get revival? Revival means... Um, an improvement of the condition or strength of something, right? So strengthening something, mm -hmm. right? So when we go through that, right, the convictions, our life, right, we were made out of out of dirt, right? So yes. dirt grows, right? Yes. Grows trees mm -hmm. and all of that, right? So within us, God is an intentional God. So mm -hmm. us being made out of this, right, always in seek of, of, of um, 
of growth, right? Wanting to grow. Um, we're humans, right? So we're always looking for something, right? Mm-hmm. That can satisfy us. And we know that only Jesus can satisfy mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. So with that, revival coming from these convictions, right? So you're aiming through life and you're going through life. But then you're like, okay, you know what? It may, it may, maybe it's not right for this. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not right for that. Maybe it's not yeah. okay for me to continue talking this way. Or yeah. treating this person yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. And then we choose to turn away from our wicked ways, right? Yeah. Just like the Bible says, when we, when we turn our our, 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 our own selves from our wicked ways, wicked some may say, like, oh my gosh, I'm not wicked, mm-hmm. I'm not bad, right? But when we choose to go away from that, and then we, 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 we make a change, right, with God helping us, and we say, God, here's all of me, just take every single part of me. Yeah. And then revival comes in, yes. right? Revival comes in, right? And then yeah. Lydia, you can share it to Karina, and then Karina yeah. to Jenny, and then Jenny, it comes into like this huge community, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And like outpours, right? Yeah. So it's a blessing to see that. And then convictions within us, right? It, it can be um, with our time, yes. mm-hmm. right? Like yes. busyness, yeah. right? How would, how, you know, sometimes we can say, you know, Lydia's a mother mm-hmm. of four, yes. Jenny has a business. Jenny has a baby girl and I have my business right so yes. in the midst of all of that it's so easy for us to say oh god I don't have time right now yeah god yes. if you only know my schedule I can't make it to church on Sundays right yeah. but when we make that shift where we say okay you know what god I'm gonna separate 30 minutes a day yeah and separate an hour of day and we have time for TikTok for Instagram, mm-hmm. right? For going to the gym. Yeah. All of these times that we set yes. apart for ourselves, for self-growth, yeah. right? We can put it into what is really edifying for us to grow rather yeah. than saying, you That's know what? Good. I'm going to try to get my strength from my own strength yeah. rather than, you know what, God? I'm going to skip the gym today. I'm going to read your word. I'm going to skip TikTok. I'm going to read your word. I'm going to skip this movie. I'm going to read your word. Yeah. Because only then will true relationship with Christ come. Yeah. So how does that look like to you in the midst of season, uh, seasoning? <laughs> in the midst of busyness oh wow I yeah man like this is it is challenging Mm, it's hard like I mean I I have four children at home yeah and uh some days it I mean it's just like I'm like boom 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 left right here I gotta make breakfast I gotta make dinner and and now I'm currently in a season where um I'm we're in a I'm in a transitioning season where I'm homeschooling my children. Yes. So now we're going to be home all day, right? Mm. And so I'm like, God, how do I like how do I apply, apply that? Like how do I spare like some time with you and my children? But it's it, it, and I love what Karina said earlier. It, it's it's simple when you love God and and in in you truly have a desire to know him, yeah. it comes so naturally and mm-hmm. so easy. Yes. I mean, I could I remember one time I was um, I was actually fasting this mm-hmm. this day and this it was so hard for me like mm-hmm. I, I was doing an intermediate fasting and I remember telling God like I was supposed to break my fast at at twelve or one p.m. Mm-hmm. and have lunch and it was still like ten thirty or eleven and and I remember telling God like God I I can't this is so hard like wow. I can't I think I'm gonna break it sooner. But I, I I remember like just hearing God's God's word says like He'll give He'll give us the strength and the endurance to get through any temptation as long mm-hmm. as we you know we 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 ask Him for it yes. He will He will He will do it for us mm-hmm. and I remember just saying you know what while I'm uh, breastfeeding Josiah and putting him to sleep I'm gonna read my Bible 
and I had my mm. Bible. My Bible was open right there in the kitchen. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And it was in the kitchen. Like, I was ready to eat. But there I was, right, rocking my, uh, at that time, he was like eight, eight months old. And I remember just rocking him, and I was reading my word. I was reading it out loud. And then after I finished reading, I was just, I just started worshiping God. And so in the midst of that, in the midst of me being a mother, I chose to overcome that barrier of my busyness mm-hmm. and, and still seek God and still worship him. Yeah. And before I knew it, it was already time for me to break my fast. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, and, and, and so it's, it's doable. It's yeah. hard, but it's doable. And, and it's so worth it because God is worth it. Yes. And, and I just... So many, so I, I have so many, yeah. so many stories at yeah. home. I'm sure we all do. We're probably yeah. here for hours. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> On the next podcast, we'll have that. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Okay, so just going back to you, Lydia, you know how you were talking about seeking God in, in, in our time of being busy? Or for me right now, we're leaving our apartment. We were just uh, first moved in. And my husband just started his business a few months ago. So, and then mine too, you know, like just putting that together, we have a dog and it's like in the middle of all that process, we can get caught in being busy, right? And not allowing God to speak to us and not spending time with him. So I feel like even though we have all these changes happening, I still, and that's where conviction comes in. Like you still feel that conviction of, oh, like I'm not spending time with God, right? Which is beautiful. Um, So for me, it's like, I'll put worship music while I'm doing all these things. If I'm spending time with Hunter, with my husband, I'll just put worship music and and worship God. Mm. I'll just go into my Bible, and and even if I don't read the whole chapter, I'll read a verse and really dig into it, you know, and allow God and the Holy Spirit just to speak to me to what that means. Mm -hmm. Um, So even on my busy days, I try to make time for God, even if it's, you know, like, a few minutes, God will speak to you. He God will touch you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And now my husband and I, we understand the importance of, of God, you know, being present yes. in our home. So so we just allow God to come in. It doesn't matter what we're doing. Even sometimes when we're eating, you know, like yeah. we start talking about God, we start bringing the presence of God into our table. So I think, mm-hmm. yes, it's going to get busy, especially right now. I feel like the more we tend to grow our families, the more we tend yeah. to grow our communities, our church, it's, it's going to get busy. But that's where we should say, hey, like, God, yeah. I need to spend time with you, you yeah. know? Like, and I feel like the the more we spend time with them, the more we are reminded of it. Like, okay, yeah. I haven't spent time with you. But I feel like the more we don't, the more emptiness we start feeling within ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, yeah, that's just that's just how I try. Yeah. I, I tend to give myself a little close yeah. to God. You I want to add to that. Like, it's just, it's learning how to overcome that barrier of saying, um... Uh, I gotta clean the kitchen. Let me clean the kitchen first, mm-hmm. and then I'll do that. Yeah. Right. It's it's just just saying yeah. like no, like I gotta do it. I gotta get it done. Yeah. You know, and we have to learn how to instead of looking at our our uh, how do you say it? like our you know our task for mm-hmm. the day mm-hmm. our our day to day task for to the do day. List. Yes. Instead mm-hmm. of looking at that as a an obstacle yeah. or a barrier. We have to look at it as a blessing mm-hmm. yes. as mm-hmm. well because it is so it, it like for me for instance my children they're a blessing from the Lord yeah. my mm-hmm. husband it's a blessing from the yeah. Lord my 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 work at home it's mm-hmm. a blessing from the Lord and in and, and I have to learn to to say okay God these are not obstacles and they're mm-hmm. not barriers but I also have to you know make sure that 
I, I time manage myself and, and add yeah. you to it yeah. and, and spend that quality time with you. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to add that. I'm going to add yeah. on to what yes. you're saying. Um, it just reminded us, me and Lydia are reading this book called Motherhood. Mm. Yes. And <laughs> one thing that's been highlighted in this book is finding the joy and the regular things you wow. do of life, right? Wow. Yes. So how can you find joy in washing a big pile of dishes? How can you find the joy mm. when your child is throwing up on you? How can you find the joy when your dog poops on the carpet? Like, mm-hmm. how do you find the joy in Christ through that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we ask that, we don't think about these things, but if you take that time and you take a step back, how can I glorify God through this? Mm-hmm. I promise you'll see that, right? Mm-hmm. So in the midst of my busyness, like, I'm a new first-time mom, right? So my daughter is seven months, and it's been crazy like mm-hmm. I'm in school so I go to San Jose State University I'm about to graduate next week Ooh. yes so I'm almost done but I had to balance my pregnancy my first trimester throwing up all of these things having a baby getting married all in the same like in one year mm-hmm. moving wow. homes moving from my apartment like it's been crazy like mm-hmm. crazy busy crazy everything and some things that like pregnancy brings is tiredness right mm-hmm. so even though like I had that schedule it's like when I had that alone time, oh, I can like finally spend time with God. I was too tired, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. way too tired. And I'm pretty sure most of us can relate. Mm-hmm. Like we're out all day and then like, okay, I'm gonna get home. And then you just get like chill, you know, like you just want to sleep now. Mm-hmm. But that's where you have to really push through it. There's this saying that says, even when I don't feel it, mm-hmm. I'm still going to mm-hmm. push through. Even when yeah. I don't feel it. Yes. And that's when, that's when it gets harder. That's yeah. what that meant. You know, like you're not going to feel it every day. You're not going to mm-hmm. wake up and say, oh, today's going to be a great day. No, some days you're going to feel like it's going to be like a regular day. You just Mm -hmm. don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. But that's when you push through that, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important how we were highlighting like relationship over religion. Mm -hmm. Once we have that religion mentality, like it's a task. I have to do this. At 8 a.m. I have to pray. At 5 p.m. I have to like do this. Like Mm -hmm. that's when it becomes stressful. And that's just, Mm -hmm. you're falling into this, this, what is it called? Like this, um, this chain, this routine, you know, Mm -hmm. but when you let allow God to just move in your daily things, that's where you have that relationship. Mm-hmm. That's when that busyness becomes calmness. You stress your, we stress ourselves out over like this, that control we try yeah. to have. You know, like mm-hmm. most of us, we struggle with control. As oh, women, yeah. as women, we yeah. have this character in us that we want to do things a certain way. Yeah. How to do it? We tell our mm-hmm. husbands, "Can you please put the laundry in the basket? Like I don't yeah. want to see it on the ground. Like <laughs> all these things." And it's. Mm-hmm. So important to be like, hey, God, yeah. you have control of my time. Yes. You have control of me. You have control of my husband. You have control of my kids. Wow. And that's where we trust God, you know? Yes. And so I think it's very important, like, in today's time as women of God, how do we portray that, like, in society? You know, yeah. it's so hard, I believe, for yeah. us to mm-hmm. to be able to have that role as a godly woman and still have our 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 insecurities that are yes. things we struggle with, right? Like, what would y'all say that are some things that, women we face out in society in this like how do i say um this place that we're in yeah Yeah. Yeah. how would y'all say y'all i would say that growing up we're all latinas yes Mm -hmm. yes and growing up in our households Mm -hmm. i uh it's a fact right i believe that Mm -hmm. in our households um at least for for a, a big majority of women we could say that how we grew up is with the uh, independence in our household, mm-hmm. right? Um, sometimes the man is like very um, stern, very machista, right? Yeah. Very, it's one way or the highway, right? Yeah. It's my way or no way at all. Mm-hmm. And the women, um, so for myself, so my mom, she taught me a lot of independence, right? And it was 
based on um, her experiences with men, right? So she instilled so much independence in me and my sisters growing up. So mm -hmm. it was independence, independence. You gotta make your own money so that you can um, be good off by yourself. You have to um, never need a man, don't need a man. It's just you yourself, mm -hmm. you know, be well enough so that you don't need a man at all. Mm -hmm. And so growing up with that mentality, it was very hard when it came to how I was supposed to be as a wife, right? So now that I'm a wife, learning that I can be independent mm -hmm. in Christ, right, and in, in, in my marriage, right, I, I love that it's um, it's the husband and the wife, right. So within that, there's a unity, right. But it's not just he's not above, right. Yeah. It was from the rib, so it's side to side. We are help meet, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And to find that beautiful, right, that we are able to help our husbands and be there for our husbands, yes. right. Mm -hmm. And beautiful. it goes, you know, both ways, right. So within myself learning that I um it's a beautiful thing to have my own business right mm -hmm. as I help me to my husband and just this God-given dream that he's given me but to know that I'm able to be I love submissiveness right yes. and I think that's very controversial yeah. to the today's society yeah. of women that it's like oh no I'm never gonna be I'm never gonna be under a man and it's gonna be a partnership rather than a marriage right yeah. mm -hmm. so you're coming onto my team yeah. And I think that, um, I, although I understand that mentality, I understand the trauma and the experiences that uh, one can go through um, that can shift your whole mentality. And I believe that that's a big, big, big tactic that the enemy uses mm -hmm. to destroy the women's mind, to destroy marriages, to know who we truly are in Christ, right? That we are able to be submissive under our husbands, that we're able to have a, a marriage full of harmony, right? Yes. And that we're able to be... Uh, within women, right? Mm -hmm. Women yeah. in Christ, that like, y'all are my sisters in Christ, yeah. right? And that I can see y'all, and we can say we're growing together. Versus mm -hmm. in the world, it's very like, oh no, no, you're I, I, in our own lane. Yes, it's yeah. it's my um, it's a one man show, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not like that. God didn't intend it to be like that. So it's a community thing within women. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I love I love how the Word of God explains how women should be. Um, and it's it's been a beautiful thing to know that within this community that we're all striving for that, mm -hmm. right? To be yeah. women of God, yeah. women who fear God, and mm -hmm. everything that outpours is just led by the Holy Spirit. Yes. So how has that looked like for y'all within y'all's um, experiences? Well, um, I I actually was raised the same way with by my mother. Mm. My mother was a single mother, and so. She raised me uh, very independently with the uh, independent mindset. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she did always tell me like, "Mija, you need to never depend, never depend on a man. Mm -hmm. Work for your own things." Um, and and so I did. I actually grew into that mindset. Mm -hmm. I was in that mindset for so many years. And and I just want to clarify and say something. Mm -hmm. I'm not against. I'm not against um, business yes. women. I'm yes. not against women go, having girl. their careers. Mm -hmm. I'm not against women working. Yeah. I'm all for it. Whatever works for yes. you and your household. Yeah. Every situation. Everybody. Every everybody's circumstances is completely yeah. different. But um, in my circumstance, um, and I did, I worked for mm -hmm. so many years. I, I worked uh, in and out of hospitals for uh, six, six years. Mm -hmm. And I want to see, I want to say it's been, I'm going, it's, I'm going on a year and a half where I am currently a homemaker. Mm -hmm. um, and I have I've grown a love and passion for that. And mm -hmm. I love, I love being home. I love, um, that is, um, actually, before I had quit work, God really started to convict me on that. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of convictions, mm -hmm. right? Um, 
I remember God tugging at me, telling me, like, you need to be home. And and I could see it in my children's behavior. Mm. I could see how much I was um, missing out and how much I was spending, mm. how much time I was spending away from them that they needed from me. Mm. And so, and I remember my husband and I, we, we got together, we prayed about it. My, I told my husband, I said, I don't know, I feel this urge that mm. I need to be home. I need to be home with you. I need to be home with the children. Mm-hmm. And my husband just said, let's pray about it. Because he's very supportive of my mm-hmm. dreams and goals. So he said, honey, how, how is that going to work in, in your, your dreams and goals? Like, you want to go to nursing school. You, you, I was in nursing school, actually. Mm-hmm. I was 13 months away from graduating. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I said, I just want to trust him. I just want to trust God. So whatever, mm-hmm. whatever his will is, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going I'm to do that. So we prayed about it. And, and sure enough, he... Um, it, we were, it was actually a Sunday. We were at church, and they did an altar call. An mm-hmm. altar call. And one of the ladies from church uh, came over here, and God spoke to me through her. Mm. And, and, she, and, and they, I hadn't talked to this, uh, this uh, lady um, from church about any of this, wow. about my circumstance, mm-hmm. about what I was going through, where, where God was tugging at me in, at that time, at that season in my life. And she came over here, and she came over me, and she said, well, God said, he said, Lydia, I've already told you where I want you. Mm-hmm. I've already placed you wow. where I, 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 where you are. Don't doubt that. Stop doubting me. Stop doubting mm-hmm. the amount of children that you have. Stop doubting even the children that you're yeah. about to give birth mm-hmm. to. Stop doubting it. Like, this is my perfect will for you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I have placed you with your children and your husband. And I was like, wow, okay, God, that's what you have for me. And once I just, I surrendered it all. I said, okay, God, take the wheel. I, I'm all for it. I'll do it. I want to I wanna surrender, and I want to honor you and listen to what you have to say. Mm-hmm. I did it, and, and it's, it's just been such a blessing to me. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's hard. I remember we, we actually went to go visit um, uh, a couple family members mm-hmm. who were having a gathering. And... Um, the, this person came up to me and asked me like, hey, so what are your goals? Because we, we shared, my husband and I shared with them that mm-hmm. I had quit my job. So now we were living, living off of one income now. Mm-hmm. And uh, this person came up to me and said, hey, so what are your goals? Like after your baby's born, like what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, he said, do you, have, do you even have a goal? I said, I, I actually do have a goal. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm, my goal is to tend to my children at home, uh, to show them how to get closer to the Lord, mm-hmm. and 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 for my marriage to 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 thrive in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And this was this person's response: "Oh, you don't have a goal then." Mm-hmm. And so, I, my heart sank. Like I was yeah. like, wow. "Wow, like it, like this is, this is society. This is how mm-hmm. society really mm-hmm. thinks that if." If you don't, if your goal isn't going to school, if your goal isn't having a job or having a, a, a bigger home, yeah. then there, there's no goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. That's yeah. not God's intention. That for uh, for me, mm-hmm. right? God's will for me in my life was to 
be a homemaker, yeah. raise my children in, in the Lord. And and I'm excited because now I'm seeing that like it's coming to fruit, what God has for me. Yes. Now I'm going to be able to homeschool my children. Yes. And now we That's wake good. up every morning and we have a devotional a Bible study and we talk yeah. about God and we pray. So I'm being able to, I'm raising yeah. a, yes. a, a stronger generation Amen. to come yeah. for the Lord. Amen. That is a goal. So, yes. That Beautiful. is my goal. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think... Um, since I, I grew up in a household with all sisters, right? So I feel like mm. even with siblings, you can sometimes tend to grow into thinking, thinking or like, oh, she's doing better than me, right? Or mm. within our communities too, within our Latino communities, we grow up thinking that if we're not doing better than the other person, then what are we doing, right? Mm-hmm. And and then you go out with that mentality, like you start walking around and saying, hey, well, if I'm not doing better than this person, I'm not doing better than this women if I'm not doing better and that's where that role comes as well where a lot of women want to be on top of men right and and, it, and it's very dangerous because once you get married you're gonna want to be on top of your husband yeah. mm-hmm. and that's not how God designed us that's Amen. not how God designed a marriage like to yeah. be oh well, I want to be on top of you yeah. or oh I make more money than you so that mm-hmm. means that I have to be on top right yeah. and God says no I designed you to be together to grow yeah. together mm-hmm. to walk yes. together to yes. to fulfill my plans mm-hmm. together right mm-hmm. and, and it's like that's how just society portrays it like if you're not doing better than someone else mm-hmm. then yeah. what are you doing mm-hmm. if you and that's where we grow that mentality of comparing ourselves. And um, it just gets hard for a lot of women, right? Because they grow up with that mentality. Like, if, I don't, if I'm not doing this right, then what am I doing? That was my mentality growing up. If I'm not going to school right, if I'm not making this amount of money, if I'm not doing more than 40 hours working, what am I doing with my life, right? And once I came to Christ, it was like, no, you have to let go of all those things, mm-hmm. right? Like, things of the world, it could be... Mm-hmm. Um, for some people, it could be like, oh, partying a lot. If I'm not partying enough, what mm-hmm. am I doing? Mm-hmm. If I'm not drinking enough, what am I doing? If I'm not smoking more than this person, mm-hmm. what am I doing, right? We try, we tend to compare ourselves and yeah. in being better. But once you come to Christ, he lets you know, like, those things of the world are not mine, right? Yeah. So you have mm-hmm. to let go. You have to die to yourself, meaning die to self. It's when you give everything to God and let him do his will within you, right? Yeah. That's dying to self. That's... You're giving up on everything, giving giving whatever was within you. You're letting go of that so that God can come and bring the actual goals, the real yeah. goals that Amen. He has in life yes. for you, right? Yes. So yeah. to me, I was just like, wow, like mm. He. I, I was walking the world thinking that it had to be someone else, but when mm. I came to Christ, I found my identity and I Amen. knew that, hey, like I don't have to be like this person, right? Yes. I feel like God gives you your identity, your purpose, and then from there you realize, no, I don't have to be like her or him, and and yes. you start walking within within each other like the way we are right now we mm-hmm. start we can speak and we learn from each other yeah. right we learn yes. like now i can sit here and be like hey like i i i've learned from perla from lydia from mm-hmm. jenny mm-hmm. and that's ma- it made me a better woman that's made me a better person right yeah. and now i'm not that person i used to walk in the world thinking that i had to do certain stuff yes. to fit in society mm-hmm. as a woman right to play that role of oh i'm i'm enough of a woman because i do this right mm-hmm. and now i'm able to live a marriage where i can help my husband and he can help me equally mm-hmm. Right, wow. because to be equal, it has to be. Yeah. Once you allow God to flow in you in your marriage, it's like it becomes an equal thing because you're working for the same thing. You're working for yes. the kingdom kingdom of God. Yes. So yeah, not that that's good. Wow. Beautiful yeah. Lord. Yeah. Um, when you said I'm not partying enough, I'm not drinking enough, I'm not smoking enough, right? Um, I think for me, 
when I went to college my first year, I didn't go to no party. I st- I'm about to graduate next week, and I still haven't gone to a college party. Mm, so praise God. <laughs> but um, I know a lot of people would probably look at me and be like, oh, so you must have had a boring college experience, right? Mm-hmm. You must have been lame. Like, you must have not known anybody, right? And it's mm-hmm. so crazy how society portrays for all the bad things to be cool yeah. and mm-hmm. just being normal is bad, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess for, like, me as a, as a woman – now walking in society, and now that I'm in, I found my identity in Christ, I never cared so much for the worldly things as in like partying, drinking, smoking, mm-hmm. like all that fun stuff they mm-hmm. make it seem to be, right? Mm-hmm. But I definitely did have that mentality of like self, 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 like mm-hmm. self, yeah. me, I'm on top of this. I have to, act, I could be better than a man. I could speak better than a man. Mm-hmm. I'm a woman. I wasn't a whole feminine, but all that, you know, like the feminine movement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't like that, but definitely I had that mentality especially like mm-hmm. in a mexican community i don't know why we do that so much that we have to be shown that we're so strong and yeah. bold like even though mm-hmm. we're so emotional you know like god mm-hmm. made us emotional right but yeah. there's also don't don't get that confused like we have to know how to control that we don't have yeah. to know how yeah. to be right yes. but in the mexican community like you have to act like you're strong you have to act like if they tell you off like you have to pop off too you have to be strong you have to be assertive you have to mm-hmm. be aggressive like that's not right and mm-hmm. i think Often in society, in the beginning, I would catch myself saying, well, they're doing it like this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is how I have to look? Okay, I have to look like this. Oh, I have to do this with my boyfriend? Oh, I have to. And that's so wrong because I feel like in America, they have that family, that American family, right? The Mm -hmm. wife works at a job, the husband works at a job, the kids go to daycare, and then you come back at 5 p.m. and y'all sit around the table. Like, there's this picture-perfect American mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. and they have already placed a role in each one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of grew up with that mentality. Like, mm-hmm. my, whenever I get married, my husband's going to go to work, I'm going to go to work, and my kids are just going to go off to this institution for eight hours, and then afterwards, I might, they might have to go to daycare. And, like, if that's your life, then that's okay. If you're mm-hmm. find joy in yeah. that, that's that's perfectly fine but for me it was a conviction Mm -hmm. because I had this plan Mm -hmm. I had this idea Mm -hmm. right and so when I got married and obviously it didn't happen the way I thought it would happen but it happened I got married I had a kid I had a daughter Mm -hmm. and it didn't happen like that right so Mm -hmm. now God really worked in me to start cleaning those things out Mm -hmm. and not listen to what those people from the world are telling me what to do, but to listen yeah. to my community that yeah. can help me grow yes. within my relationship. Because I realized if I was taking advice from people who aren't even good themselves, mm-hmm. I was seeing how that was affecting me and Alex. I could yeah. see how I was thinking, well, mm-hmm. he's the only one working right now. I have to have a job. I have to have a job. Mm-hmm. I need to get a job. And I was, I love having jobs. Like I, I love know. working. Yes. I'm in and out. Like I love working. Yeah. And it's crazy because whenever I had Ali, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to work, and my mom can take care of her. I'll be mm-hmm. fine. I have to make money, though. Like, I have to be mm-hmm. helping my husband. I, I thought that was my place, to help my husband in that way, right? right? And for a long time, I was juggling. I was like, I still have school. I still have a daughter. I have myself. I have, like, I have things to do. Mm-hmm. So I prayed about it. Mm-hmm. I brought it to okay. God. And God didn't answer right away. Mm-hmm. I had to think, and I had to question, and I had to continue to pursue and tell God, hey, like, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And it was oh, one wow. day, someone mm-hmm. prophesied over me. Mm-hmm. And they said, God has you where he needs you to be. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the finances. And I hadn't mm-hmm. talked to anybody wow. about this. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the finances. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about what's going to happen next. You're right where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's beautiful. And they told me, 
you don't have to worry about, they didn't say getting a job, but they said you don't have to worry about where it's going to come from. Just trust God. Mm -hmm. Keep trusting God. And that was my confirmation that I didn't have to work. I didn't have to fit this idea of a woman who's independent and also can carry my own bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another thing that people say in society, right? Marriage. Be ready for the unknown. Be mm-hmm. ready if they cheat on you or if they do this or if they do that. Like, you have wow. to have your bag ready yes. to go. And for That's a like long that. time, I kind of thought, like, yeah, I have to be prepared for the... I have to be prepared, like... Mm. But then that made me realize I'm always on edge about my husband like what if he does or what if he doesn't and I was like no the bible doesn't tell us that's how it has to be you know yeah wow. so definitely society has made this image of like we can't even trust our own person that we sleep yeah. next to right like <laughs> it's crazy but coming to God and really allowing to see what a woman and God and what a mm-hmm. marriage and God is yeah. has changed everything yeah. so I, I really want to add to that Jenny um I've I've always told my husband too like if he ever feels a need for me to help him um, financially, then it's obviously something that I would, because God's word says, you know, we are our husband's helpers, Mm -hmm. right? And so if he comes to me and he tells me like, hey, I really need help, I need help financially, I, I can't manage, then we would pray about it and I would look into, you know, helping him financially in whatever way that I can help him. Um, and, and I just, I just want to add, like, my husband's so amazing. He's yeah. so good. Yeah. He's so supportive. Yeah. And I feel so blessed. And because mm-hmm. God's word says that he sets us apart, right? Mm-hmm. And and I've learned that just as he sets us individually apart, mm-hmm. he also sets our marriage apart yeah. from the things of this world. Yeah. And so, yes, our perspective, even in marriage, it's it, it's so different than yeah. society. Mm-hmm. And I'll... And I want us to actually be careful. We need mm-hmm. to be careful with, and, and I, w- I read this in the book that me and you are reading, mm-hmm. Jenny, in Motherhood, and and it talks about, um, it's that chapter, the gospel and your marriage. marriage. And she, she said, um, this book said, um, be careful with, with how we define, um, how, how we define the way our husbands love us. Mm. Like by by the mm. things that they do, mm. you know, when yeah. we see social media, our husbands uh, love their wives by cleaning the house, or changing the baby's diaper, or in many different ways, right? Yeah. We have to be careful with with saying, oh, well, he will my, or even in the church, mm. like with when husbands when we talking, you know, let's say Perla, you're telling me like, man, like he's reading his word every day, you know, mm-hmm. and I could sit back and I could sit back and say, well, my husband doesn't read his word every day. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that he's better. Yeah. Uh, that, that doesn't mean that your husband's better than mine, you know, and so they're just, he's amazing. Yeah. And we have yeah. to love them for who they are yes. and, and how God uniquely designed them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful, Lydia. That's so beautiful. And I, I know that y'all have heard this saying. Y'all have heard this saying at least once in y'all's lifetime. And it's where, um, and I feel like it's said, it's, it's said so much in t- mm. today's society. Yeah. And it's where uh, happy wife, happy life. Mm. Right? And mm. it's where, um, you know, if the husband does everything that the wife says, right? The expectation that the wife has, mm. the opinions that the wife has, and everything revolving around the wife. Right then, the then it's a happy life, mm-hmm. and that's always made me so sad. Right because yeah. men yes. have their own thoughts, men have their own expectations, mm-hmm. men have their own 
dreams, your own passions, your own goals. And when it comes together, right, like it, it, marriage in, in, in the Bible, it's, it's like a triangle, right? And the, the more we get closer to God, mm. the more we get closer to mm. each other, right? Yes. The further we get farther away from God, the farther we leave, mm. right? Because it's two oh, people, wow. two yeah. imperfect people coming together. So we think we're good in our own lifestyles, right? Then it's like we're all going, like, let's say, uh, we're both struggling with pride, right, mm-hmm. and anger, and, like, we start arguing all the time, right, and let's say uh, other p- couples start cheating, right, and start mm-hmm. in infidelity, right, yeah. affairs, so then if we remain there, like, we're still distant because we're not going closer to God, mm-hmm. right, so as we're closer to That's God, good. the closer we are together, right, yes. because we're going, trying to get um, the way God views marriage, right, mm-hmm. so then um, during the fast that we were doing um, with Pastor and Mabel during the the beginning of the year mm. the lord gave me a beautiful vision of marriage right and so i remember i was worshiping god and i was i was praying to god and then he showed me a a, a vase he showed me a clear vase right mm. and in this vase there's wow. flowers that are going up it mm. and this flowers represents the women it represents um uh you know the, the, the femininity that we have mm. not to mistake that with that we're all supposed to be like sensitive mm-hmm. and like um, you know, super dainty, right? Yeah. Because other women can be um, bold, right? Yeah. Firm. Mm-hmm. And so, in this specific, in this specific, now I believe that he was, it, it's a representation of like myself, right? Yeah. But it goes, he told me it's it's uh, a, your marriage, but it, this is for all marriages. This is mm-hmm. what I have for all yeah. marriages. And so, within this vase, this clear vase, there's flowers going around it, right? And they're going up. And so, I'm praying and I'm in tears and I'm just letting God show me this vision. And so then, right after, there's a fire that just ignites in it. Mm. So it's 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 a uh, it's a uh, the flowers and then the the husband, right? The the holy covenant of God is the, mm. the, the marriage, right? The husband, mm. who is lead. And again, I know that within our families, right? And it pains me um, within our within our um, uh, what the women in our families, right? That we've seen that it's just the, the women are go getters. My mom, my mom, Mother's is coming up, right? Mother's mm-hmm. Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mother's Day, right? Mother's, I see my mom, she was a hard, she is a hard working woman. She had three jobs. She, wow. Um, wow. single mom, she she lived here, mm. had a house by 21 with three daughters. I admire wow. her so much. And so wow. I understand why she taught me the things that she did. I understand it 100%. But to know, right, that now I can go, right, and, um, I can teach her what the word of God says, right? And mm-hmm. she's she takes it all in. She takes because it's not new to her, right? But to know, um, I, I wish I would have been her mom, you know, to yeah. teach her everything that mm-hmm. she um, deserved, to teach her everything mm-hmm. that she didn't get, right? And same with my grandma. And it's just generational things yeah. that happen yes. from someone yes. that it's divorce in your family, that it's pride in your family, that it's um, broken chains in your family, and all of these things that are in our families, right? Mm-hmm. And then to be the ones to say, you know what, God is so here. Right, yes. right. God help take our lives, take mm-hmm. my marriage, yes. take myself, and to mm-hmm. go back and help with love. Right, understanding where my mom came from, understanding where your mom came to, yeah. understanding the trauma, the experiences with love. Saying, you know what, mom, I know why you went through this, mm-hmm. and l- let me show you what God has taught me through this. Right, wow. and so sh- wow. to shift that, right, and it's already come because I hear so many young women talking about how they have a broken relationship with their with their mom or the women because they expect it's like, oh no, you need to serve the man. You need to serve the men. Mm. You need to serve the men. Versus, um, it's a, it's a beautiful, um, purposeful unity for God, right? That's yeah. the number one thing. Mm-hmm. And so to know that, right? And then we, we're going back to um, the women, right? That we're, ha- we're we're learning to please God in the midst of all of these things. And yes. so to say that, right? To know what a Bible looks, uh, what a marriage and the Bible looks like, and how we get closer to God as we get 
um, how we get closer together as we get closer to God. Yeah. And to know that we can be generational mm. curses, the breakers of generational curses yes. with the help of God, with yes. the honor of our women. Amen. And then go out and teach other women, hey, this is what yeah. the Bible says. I yeah. understand why you have that mentality. And I, I, I feel the yeah. pain. I feel mm-hmm. it. But let me tell you what the word of God says. Yeah. Right? Here's mm-hmm. what, what God says. And when yes. that happens, it's, it's life. Yes. Right, yeah. and I thank God every every single day for the marriages that that yeah. put Him first, mm-hmm. right, and that will continue to put Him first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just I, I I pray for unity within marriages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excited for sure. I just I want to say like I love femininity. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Femininity. femininity. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. It's yeah. it's God's perfect creation and design yeah. in us, and it, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. We just have to learn how to embrace it yes. and walk in it mm-hmm. in God's purpose, because God has a purpose for yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we, you're right, Jenny. You you said that perfectly because you said we don't have to be. I feel like as women, we carry so much on our platter. We have to be like this perfect thing. And you said mm-hmm. you have to be like, you have to be. Attain every get your own yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Get your own. Mm-hmm. Um, have everything mm-hmm. put together, right? Yeah. And then when a man comes in, it's like, it, we often seem like, oh, you're coming onto my team. Yeah. And that's not how God sees yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And femininity is where we get to just relax and say, God, I'm a woman of you. I'm a woman in you. Yeah. Help mm-hmm. me to do only what you do, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think of a beautiful floral garden. Maybe not not everyone sees it like that. No, but yeah, good. I know that yeah. women yes. don't. Maybe some women don't like flowers, right? Or like yeah. they don't like being dainty, right? But it's like a beautiful flower field, mm-hmm. right? And women, and that's how we are with Christ. Yeah, right? we, sure. we can show our uniqueness and show mm-hmm. our our womanhood. Yeah, mm-hmm. and thing. even yeah. and even at that, like just trusting the Lord. Yeah, that. Yeah. He is in control, and yeah. that at the end of the day, he's the one in control of yeah. of how our husbands, you know, mm-hmm. are. Yeah. And and I I truly believe that with without God, like our husbands wouldn't be the men oh, that they are. Yeah. They're just they just wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And and I'm so grateful to to see the way that the Lord has transformed my husband's heart. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, also man. like a thing in society that women do is like you have to change your husband you have to like what you were used to you know like you have to get him on your thing and you're gonna like basically make him your own you know and i think that's so wrong because we we're all married right Mm -hmm. one thing i've learned is like god can do so much more than i could ever do you know and a prayer my words and prayer can do so much more than the words i can say to him directly you know and i think that's very important when you're saved, you know, like, yeah. and you're walking with God, that you learn to have let go of that control that yeah, you're so yeah. used to, you know. So marriage is beautiful, and yes, like the is. Bible said, Christ is gonna come back for His bride. You know, there's a reason yes. God intended marriage to be, mm. and we're in the best marriage with Christ, you know. Yeah. 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 And adding on to your to what you were saying, um, Perla, about that saying where it says like happy wife, happy happy life. Like when you were speaking about it, I was just thinking about my husband, right? And I'm like what about him you know like mm-hmm. what about his emotions what about his thoughts what about his goals yes. his ideas like all that literally just gets thrown away because we're living in that society where it's like it's just me 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 like yeah. you have to fall under my rules right basically that's how a lot of women want to portray marriage right and then it's like you see all these men that that don't get to express who god intended them to be yeah. right because 
we have the women shutting that down or breaking that or destroying that. And when you were speaking, I could just picture my husband, right? Like, wow, like, I cannot imagine living a marriage with which I'm glad we came to Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine just walking in my, you know, what I wanted and, and just totally putting my husband behind me and ignoring what he wanted. Like, his emotions, he wouldn't be able to express his emotions to me and who he is. Yeah. And when you were saying that, I was like, wow, like, you know, I was it just made me very sad because I'm like, I wouldn't want my husband to feel that way. Mm. I wouldn't want my husband to, to walk behind me just following what I was doing yeah. and changing who he is because of me, right? Mm -hmm. And God did design marriage yeah. to be yeah. for both of them, for both the yeah. men and women to come together yeah. to, at the end of the day for, for the same purpose, yeah. to yeah. serve the kingdom of, kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I was just like, when you're talking about it, I'm like, happy wife, happy life, but what about the men? Like, it's happy yeah. marriage. You know? Happy God with our marriage. <laughs> happy love. Yes. 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 So yeah, it was yes. just yeah. Yes. I know. Yes. And it's, I feel like, so a society. We don't realize how much we need a a man's role. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, like we need it. Mm -hmm. I was talking to my husband the other day about it, and and I, it, it, I don't want it to sound harsh, but. Is is the truth? Mm -hmm. Without the leadership of a man, the world is fallen. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. we need that. That role is mm -hmm. needed. A godly man. Mm -hmm. A godly, exactly. A godly, a godly man. man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. yes. And going back to you saying like a godly man, mm -hmm. it's important that you said that because it's not just bringing a man yeah, into right. you know yeah. like just, not just getting married yeah. and having a man. Yeah. Because yeah. we see this a lot with with um in Hollywood with famous yeah. people. It's like they've portrayed you know a marriage in social media where a lot of women and men have defined themselves or carried their marriage in you know it's like oh it's okay for me to go out and do certain stuff because people that are in hollywood that come out in tv are doing it yeah. it's yeah. out in society so people are like for a lot of men it's like oh it's okay if i go out with my friends and mm -hmm. like be in a place where i shouldn't be and it's wow. a lot of women they're like well it's okay if i treat my my husband like this or my partner like this because that's how they're doing it, right? Yeah. But it's like when you said, like, having a man that is of God and having a woman that is of God, mm -hmm. that's yeah. where everything changes. Yeah. When you involve yeah. God in your marriage, it's like God will start working within you and your husband, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But if you're looking at social media, if you're looking at yeah. the mm -hmm. TV, you're looking at all these Hollywood yeah. artists, famous people, so movie stars. Yes. yes, you're like, you put your marriage into that expectation, that's where it fails because yeah. you're expecting to look like that and be that and, and you can never be something that God didn't intend yeah. you to be, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So I was just like, yeah. adding on to that, I was yeah. just like, wow. That, I want to mm -hmm. add on to how you highlighted the men part. Also, like, men in society are portrayed like, you're going to be the hardworking one, you're mm -hmm. going to want to bring the, the cash home, you have to suck up your feelings, who cares if you're tired, you still got to go to work because you got to bring the bread home, you know, like, and I think that's in our Hispanic community. That's where, like, for example, people in my life and like, like men in my life, right? Um, I could see all they do is work, 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 right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They never express themselves. They never, you know, no. do anything. But you know how they express themselves? They go out and drink. Mm -hmm. They go out and go hang out with their friends late at night, and that's how they let that control of a substance allow them to finally yeah. speak because they feel like they're so suppressed that they can't be like they can't talk wow. they can't say what they're thinking and the wife it's crazy because they get home tired yeah. and at that point it's the end of the day you know like we see that a lot in our community you know mm -hmm. and i think it's very important once you come to christ that 
you allow God to change that perspective yeah. mm-hmm. and having that communication like, hey, what should I do? What should we do? Mm-hmm. You know? And Alex started working at this new job, right? And one thing that I had told him, if you're not happy there, I want you to leave. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel like, th- if I don't care where we get the money from, I don't care what happens, but you're not going to be somewhere where you're unhappy just because you feel the urge that you have to provide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, God will provide first. Mm-hmm. And if good. you feel led by that, then we're going to do what God needs us to do, you know? And I think mm-hmm. that's very important. I feel like many women in our society think like, I don't care if he's out there killing himself. As long as he comes and buys me my Louis bag, as long as he yeah. comes and shows that he's there at the kid's birthday party, like, or not even, because there's dads who don't even go to their kid's party. There's dads who don't do these things, you know, like, and I think our society has made that so normal mm-hmm. to the point where that's where we fall off the wheel and you can easily fall into drugs, fall into yeah. picking up prostitutes on the side of the, whatever it is yeah. because there's not that communication, there's not that mm-hmm. that connection within each other. Like you said, the triangle, you know, like we're just, yeah. they're just out here in the corners and they never get close to God, they never communicate with one another and it's just like, oop, oop. And yeah. you know, that's what the enemy loves. The enemy mm-hmm. loves separation. He's like, if I can get them yes. further, even better, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just crazy how society has made things to be yeah. and mm-hmm. i'm glad we found ourselves in christ yes. like imagine where we yes. would be if we didn't so yes. yeah for sure yes yeah. like yes. There. yeah this is so good yes yeah this, this is, is really so fun good. i bet we already are like past an hour and a half <laughs> I <know>. yeah <laughs> i hope you are enjoying this <laughs> yes no but the biggest thing um yes. there's this quote that i read it says the more it's more than just a sin problem. It's a love problem. Mm. The more we love God, the more we hate sin, causing revival, right? So we've covered that revival is changing, right? Yes. Changing of, of the heart. So when we love God more, right, our marriages come together. Our yes. friendships come together. Yes. Our families mm. come together. Our communities come together. Our churches come together, right? Just like David. Mm. He was out with the sheep. And nobody believed in him. Nobody said, nobody thought, oh, you know what? He would be a good one to choose. He would mm-hmm. be, let him, let him tend the sheep. But instead, how he had the heart after God, how he chased after his heart. That's a beautiful trait. If I have any trait, that's the one trait that mm-hmm. I'm going to have. Mm-hmm. More than speeches, more than, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, whatever it is, right? More than that, it's the heart. Because well, it's in the heart, it's going to be portrayed out yes. into our actions, into, mm-hmm. our, into how we act. So seeing how that, right, David doesn't just represent one person. Yeah. It could represent a family. It could represent mm. us, right? It could yeah. represent a church, a community that is all after God's heart to say, you know what, God, we're going to come together, remove yes. everything, expose the sins that we, even, that we may not even know it's a sin, right? Yeah. That consciously, like, bring them out, mm-hmm. bring them to light. And all of us coming together, right, for the sakes of our marriages, of y'all's babies, Right within our businesses, mm. within our marriages, within mm-hmm. every single thing, and everything just gonna. Matthew six thirty three says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these, mm-hmm. all these things will be added unto you." Right, so seeking first the kingdom of God, all the things of uh, of heavenly, all the things kingdom minded, right, and everything will be added. Right, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. is gonna be added, and it's Bible. So that's a promise that the Lord has given us, and then we're gonna stand on, and then we're gonna seek by, and then we're gonna strive for. So it's a beautiful thing. Um, just continuing to have that burden for revival within all yes. of this. Yes. Um, but wow. This was so good. good. Well, yeah. Sitting really good. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Wow. <laughs> I'm excited to hear this episode. Me too. I'm excited for y'all. Yes. We Give us feedback. Yes. 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 Um, do you want to ask a few questions to each yes. other and just see? Yeah. Let's finish get this to off know, with some questions. Yeah. Get to know each other a little bit better. Yeah. More intimate way. 
So yes. we're gonna we're gonna do this the hot seats is called hot seats with, with an, an S, S at the, at the end. end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with an S at the end, we're gonna have um we're gonna be asking questions to each other. So some of these we don't know. Um, so I know you got girls, but some of these questions that we put together, yeah, we don't we don't yeah. know about, about yeah. ourselves. So I'm excited. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go first. Yeah. Okay. So you're asking me, and I have to a- so I have to answer them like. Off Wait. my head, just like okay. fast. Okay, go ahead, Lily. Yeah. Okay, me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Perla, I think my first question to you is, how did you come to CDA? How did I come to CDA? Okay, so I was, um, it was 2018. It was Matthew's, which is my husband's birthday, the 28th, the 27th. And on the 28th, mm. we came. It was that Sunday. Mm. And I came because Jocelyn, which is one of our dear friends. Shout out, Jocelyn. She, shout out. Yes. And so she posted on Instagram, just like you came through me, I came through her. Mm-hmm. And so she had posted this, this that she was posting about church. And I'm like, hey, I said, I would love to come to your church. Um, what can I get more information about it? So then that minute that I walked in, the love of God just overwhelmed us. And everyone was just hugging us. And I'm like, wow, this is so different. So... We started coming through social media. So that's, I'm a big advocate of using social media for mm-hmm. the kingdom of God because people can come. Amen. But long story short, we came through a Instagram post and we haven't looked back since. Wow. wow. Yay. Yes. Okay. So this one is a little more deeper one. Okay. Um, what is one thing you would tell the little Perla in you? Mm, that's good. Mm. That's really good. So... How old is she? I'm just kidding. <laughs> How old is far on your question? If I could say, um, wow, that's a good one. Um, I shared a little bit with y'all, but I felt like I grew up by myself my whole childhood. Mm-hmm. Just because I grew up in a broken home with my mom always working, which I applaud her, but always working. My siblings always just doing their own thing. And so I always felt alone. And so mm-hmm. I never had someone to like come down to me and say, it's okay, baby girl. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm, I'm, it's going to be okay. You know, these mm-hmm. things that you're going through, having anxiety at the age of six, having mm-hmm. suicidal thoughts at this age, and having all of this all of this oppression within me, right? And I know that it's the enemy working at even mm-hmm. six years old, seven yes. years old. So knowing all of that, knowing that I have a heavenly daddy, and I know that some people mm-hmm. see that as so awkward, but he's my dad. You know, he's my precious father that I've learned to hang on to. So if I could stoop down to her level and I could tell her, number one, I would say, trust God. And Mm -hmm. that sounds so cliche, but truly all of these things that you're going through, all of these things that are breaking your heart, all of these things that are causing oppression against your life, it feels like you're going against the current, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just, you're you're trying, you're trying, you're trying your own strength. But trusting God is is, is completely letting myself go Mm -hmm. and trusting in him and, and saying, um, I've had a vision where I'm 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 laying in his palm, mm. and it's just like little mm. Perla just like cuddled up in his mm. palm, and I found so much beauty in that, and, and I was crying my eyes out because that's how it is, right? Wow. So if I could tell her anything, it's just trust God, trust God. Not everything's okay, right? Not nothing's life isn't perfect, but mm. things are according to His plan, mm. and that's way more than wow. things being okay. Wow. So trusting God, what I would mm. tell her. Yes, wow. that's beautiful. Mm. Okay, I'll go next okay. for Perla. Um, I'll go with... I'll, I'll start with the fun one for now. Okay. <laughs> um, it says, what part of photography do you enjoy the most? Ooh, which is your business. Wow. Okay. I don't think I've ever asked you that. Like, what is it that That's you enjoy from it? Yes, you know? that is. Okay. I enjoy documentary style, which mm. means effortless, non, um, Stage. non-staged. Yeah. And camp 
2021 was my best i've done multiple 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 photo sessions weddings portraits landscape but my best one was capturing the documentary style of worshiping of of seeing god just move and seeing the tears on people's page yes seeing just the lord breaking chains in that Mm -hmm. moment and me just able to capture doing that filled my cup and although mm-hmm. I, I wasn't at, at the at the altar worshiping God in my head, wow. I was getting filled mm-hmm. by seeing all of this. Mm-hmm. And so, if I could do that for the rest of my life, just being in a church, right, in our church, in our camps, right, if I could do that for the rest of my life, I, it would be that documentary mm-hmm. wow. style within anything within. That's beautiful. Ooh. Yes, those That's pictures beautiful. were good too. Yes. The ones you took. Thank you. Yes. And then the next one is you know more on a deeper level. Yes. Um, it's uh, what piece of advice will you give anyone who is afraid of change? Okay, so coming from someone who loves change, right? Yeah. I love change. I love, um, I love change. But number one, realizing that we are humans who daily are growing, right? Mm-hmm. So we're daily growing. So when we choose to have the mentality of like, oh, well, this is me, and that's how I am, that's how I grew up, I'm never going to change. They had some my grandma was, they had some my her great grandma was mm. when we choose to get into that mindset that's pride kicking in mm-hmm. right that's pride and, and and at that point god's like well there's a wall right here because if you're just saying that you want to stay the same then i can't change you because you are choosing to remain the same mm. so if anything i would say let loose mm. not just in like the world that. not just mm. in your marriage but with god number one yes. and when you let loose in the will of god and in, in his precious arm just truly like if you don't know how to cry, I didn't know how to cry for so many years. Mm. Uh. Choosing to just like let it all out, crying mm. from my lungs, let it all out, let it all out. Mm. So I would say let loose in His precious arms. Wow, not that's just good. in anything, wow. but letting loose in, in, in His precious arms. Mm. I would say. Wow. Yes. So these are good questions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, me next. Okay. So, Perla, if Matt robbed a bank and left the country, and only you know where he went, and the police ask you where he's at, would you lie and cover him? Or would you turn him in? <laughs> okay. That one's fine. Going based on the Bible. Yes. Bible says do not lie. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, my husband, he made a bad choice. Yes. But I have to be biblically standard, yes. okay, with God. Mm-hmm. So I would turn him in. Wow. With, with tears. Yeah. <laughs> with a heartbreak. Mm-hmm. But I would have to say I would turn him in. But he's going to jail. <laughs> for life she said check 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 but he's going to jail <laughs> for life I would say maybe my husband will I'll pray for him be in his knees in jail yes and admit to God and yes. repent in God yes. now maybe this might be some controversy but I would hope that my husband gets right with God in jail yes. now what jail I'm just <laughs> the worst federal prison in the United States what country I'm just no but I would say um, biblically standard to, for me to be okay with God just like I would hope him he repents yeah. and goes to God, I would turn him in. Okay. Yes. Yes. I, I knew you were saying that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Second question. What is your proudest moment in your life? Mm. The proudest moment in my life is, um, I would say, my marriage. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I grew up with no marriages in my family. Mm. Mm. So it was a chain of divorce, a chain of just the women, and it broke me. It broke my heart. So seeing my my marriage, it was my it, it, it's my proudest joy now. I put God over it, but for so long I idolized my marriage. I idolized mm. Matthew in my marriage. Mm. Wow. 
and although um, you know we're called to love our husbands so fear, fear, uh, fiercely, God comes above it. But my proudest moment would be my marriage, mm-hmm. coming together and just uh, working together for the kingdom. It's my my. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Love that. So it's yeah. just such a blessing to me yeah. so I would say my marriage too beautiful. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. okay now this one is it's a silly one <laughs> do you have any hidden talents oh hidden talents mm-hmm. she starts thinking I know <laughs> she starts let, me, let me look to the fire you know what my husband he's always told me that I'm really good at speaking Ooh. but I don't see that I don't see that myself. Oh, no, you I've admired are. you this whole you time. Are. Like, yeah. wow, she's really? glowing. Yeah. You have this gentleness. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And she, Karina, always tells me that, too. Like, yeah. everybody, like, you're so gentle. I'm like, I told her right now, so, like, if I was to get in trouble by you, like, if you were to scream at me, I wouldn't even know if I was in trouble or not. I will probably be like, okay, am I in trouble? Just tears. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I would say speaking. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Just, That's good. And even listening, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. I want to write these down to keep for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. if you want, you ever, if you ever need anybody, then that you want to listen to, that wants you want somebody to listen to, call me. Good. Call. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, hit up Lydia. Call one eight hundred Lydia. You need an ear? What's your number? <laughs> <laughs> we'll drop her Instagram down below. <laughs> okay. okay it's so. it's. Okay, Lydia. I'm gonna go next with your questions, and then I'm gonna start with the first one. If you could relive any day, what day would it be and why? Like, if you couldn't go back to any day out of your life, which what would one? It be? Wow. Um, I know. I know it sounds crazy, but I would. I would relive giving birth to my children. Mm-hmm. I just. To me, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. To I, I know it's painful. I know it hurts. I know it's yeah. not an easy um, uh, journey. Journey, <laughs> but. Just to know, like, the gift that God has yeah. given us, the way that he had designed us to, to mm-hmm. uh, bring, to bring give life. birth to children, mm-hmm. like, it, that's beautiful to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Yes. Wow. yeah. Okay, then I will do the next one. Um, what advice will you give moms that are busy or feel like they can catch a break? Just slow down. Mm-hmm. I mean, our children are not little in that season forever Mm -hmm. so all the dirty dishes the piled up laundry it all that can wait it can wait it doesn't have to get done Mm -hmm. i prefer pouring god out into my children Mm -hmm. now that they're little than making sure the house is in order Mm -hmm. i mean well i mean it is important yeah yeah. (laughs) but of course, just slow, just slow down. Nobody, Take yes. it easy. Not everything has to get done mm-hmm. in that same day. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. okay if it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
my question is to you, Lydia. Um, my first one would be, if you were to be stranded in an island, or if you were to be stranded at the beach, what three items would you want to have to survive? Mm, one of those um, knives, wooden knives, like fish or a knife, or like a, 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 a fish an, an arrowhead. Arrowhead. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So I can like defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it at all times. Okay. The Bible. My yeah, Bible. Man. And a blanket. My blanket. Yeah. I just have to have my blanket with yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So you have a, a, a physical covering and a spiritual covering. Yes. And then uh, a defensive covering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. good. Girl, you're good. <laughs> So the second question would be, what is your proudest mom moment in your life? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. My proudest yeah. moment would be to see the way my oldest worships God. Wow. Mm-hmm. Even the little ones, like, yes. mm-hmm. it's just amazing. Like, now that he's older, I, I look back and I, I remember the hardships, like the struggles with him, like thinking, is he ever going to get it? Or yeah. But in that process, in that journey, I've learned that nobody's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're all sinners. We were born sinners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it blesses my heart to see him at the altar just being filled with the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Shout out, Albert. Yes. Yeah, he's growing up. He's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm so yeah. proud of him. Wow. So Karina's in the hot seat. Yes, I am. Karina's in the hot seat. Let now. me get up and go. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> go okay. to the restroom for an hour. I know, I know. Never we're going to start off with the question number one, and it's going to be a light one. Okay. Um, and then we'll do the deep one. But one, what is your dream vacation? Mm, that's mm. a good one. I'll say Colorado for sure. Wow. Like mm. just nature, the trees, the air. Like you're just away, you know? Yeah. Like you're just. Beautiful. In, in what God has created, which is, you know, nature. And with my husband, for sure. Yes. He'll yes. make it fun. Yes. But yeah, for sure, Colorado. Beautiful. Just like cabin beautiful, or something. Beautiful. Okay, number two. This is the deeper one. What is the bravest thing you have ever had to do? Wow. Mm, I would say... Let go of everything that mm. wasn't of God. Like wow. just friendships. Um even like things that I was listening to, that I was watching, that that I was used to, right? Because it's like stuff that we're used to, and just letting go of that, and just getting a hold of God and holding mm-hmm. on to His hand and trusting Him. Mm-hmm. That was like the bravest because you don't know what's what's next, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're all afraid of that, Amen. what's gonna happen. But I think that was like the bravest thing and the best thing I've done. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Wow. So yeah. Wow. That wow. That's good. Okay. Yeah. I'm next. <laughs> Okay, Karina, um, what is your favorite dish or food? Ooh, I would say a chicken sandwich. Just like a, a really? buffalo chicken sandwich. Like, just so, so juicy, so, like, full of, like, that, yeah, that. like, that sauce. So, yeah. I don't know, where, like, when I see you, I think, like, like an old Mexican, like, enchiladas. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. I love Mexican food. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. That's I've never good. heard of chicken yeah. sandwich. Actually, that's yeah. good. Chicken sandwich. Wow. Like a buffalo chicken sandwich. Nice. Spicy. Good to okay. know. Yes. Wow. So I can get anyone. Yes. <laughs> After this, <laughs> right now, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
And um, in in five years from now, where do you see your marriage? Mm. Mm. Um, God actually gave me a vision about my marriage um, a while back, and um, just walking in His Word and I guess being gospels of the, the Word of God, mm. um, taking it to the streets. Mm. And just not being afraid of what God has next. Mm. Uh, preaching his word. So I would say for my marriage, it will be preaching his word, evangelizing, and wow. um, walking in the presence of God. Amen. That's how, that, that's, that's where beautiful. I see our marriage. Amen. Yes. Wow. That's so, yes. Praise the Lord. Mrs. Me next. Mrs. <laughs> Jenny. I always like soak in the moment. I, I forget that I'm next to ask. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Karina. Um, I'm going to go with the deeper one first. Mm. What is something about you that would surprise us? Mm. How much I cry. Mm. Uh, just when I think about God and everything mm. that he's done in my life. Um, he took me out of depression, anxiety. I used to have suicidal thoughts. So I used to... Um, actually, the reason why I came to Christ was because I was in a point where I was in a suicidal thought. Um, and I was in depression and anxiety, and my relationship with my husband wasn't doing good. So, like, I remember we talked about it. Like, we've done everything of the world to save mm. this relationship, to save myself. So, what else do I have left? And it was Christ, right? Mm. And just coming to him, um, I think that, that, that was a game changer for sure. Wow. But just, just how much I'm very sensitive. Mm. I'm very, very emotional. Like, if I just hear you know, like a worship song, like I'll just start crying. And it's not, and I used to see it as a bad thing, like, like I'm so emotional, but no, it's beautiful to be emotional. It's beautiful to hear, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like to, when it comes to like cries, like just hearing a worship song that speaks about his goodness and just breaking down because you know it's true because you've lived on it, right? Because you've seen how much he's done in your life and you crying about being emotional, like to him, like with him, you know, it's like, Wow, like you just get all those, yeah, you just get mm-hmm. those, all those emotions. That's but yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Wow, Karina, I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so your second question is Would you rather get stranded in the hottest part of the world or would you rather be stranded in the coldest part of the world for 24 hours? I would say. Wow. Ooh. Mm-hmm. In the hottest place, would it be like 24 hours too or just yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would I would say I would say in the coldest yeah I love wow. I, I don't think I don't think I can be in the hot I think I'll get like all these headaches like all this I feel mm-hmm. nasty when I'm in sweaty the cold, get frostbite <laughs> that's that's <laughs> true but I think but I think I'll die but at yeah. least I'll die frozen I'm playing I'm playing <laughs> <laughs> and nobody said nothing about dying <laughs> Well, <laughs> if I was to, you know, uh, then I'm from, no, I'm playing. no, I just, I just like the, you like the cold. That's I like one the thing cold. I yeah, you like the yeah. cold. I love okay. the cold. So yeah, wow. that's good. You prefer hot or cold? No, no, cold or cold. hot. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Do you take cold showers? I do. Yeah. Wow. I think I'm skimpy. Only. Yeah, I, didn't yeah. Know. I learned that. I yeah. Knew. Wow. Yeah, I love wow. the cold. I think it was because of Juan, because before I was like more like, what do I like? What do I not like? Uh-huh. And then like once I got married to him, like. This guy puts the air so cold, like 50-something degrees in the middle of the night. So like, when I wake up now, I'm just like, oh, it feels good. You, you know? have yeah. accustomed to it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's funny. The beauty of marriage. I know. <laughs> I know. That's funny. All right. Yeah. Jenny's turn. Hot Ooh. seat. Hot seat. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to ask you first. First light. 
If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Okay. Read minds. Mm. Yeah. I'm a psychologist. At, yes. I'm studying I'm studying to be a psych psychologist, not like a counseling psychologist, uh-huh. but a forensic psychologist. But mm. learning so much about psychology, wouldn't it just be easier to know what they're thinking right yeah. off the bat? But I feel like that's also bad because then like you'll know what's the next move, you know. But mm. I think it would just be read minds. That's good. Mm. So I could be more understanding of what exactly you're thinking. Yeah, that's mm. good. Yeah. That's a really that's good, good one. Yeah. Alrighty, now Two, what would you consider your best character trait? Oh, hot seat, hot seat. Um, <laughs> best character trait. Yeah. I think it would be openness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very, I'm, I'm able to express truth mm-hmm. and what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's my best. Yes. And you're so good at it. Yeah. She really like I, is. you you really are open and yeah. but but so good at it. Thank you. You're good with yes. taking things in and not suppressing yeah. your own views on them. Yeah. Yes. But sharing the truth with love. I was yeah. just yeah. telling them. Remember before we started, like I was telling them if I could describe which one of you, mm-hmm. like with Perla, it would be patience. Mm-hmm. With Lydia, love, and with you, like bold like you're mm. you're very bold and you're not yes. afraid to speak the truth you know like and that's beautiful and i was just yeah. like right now that you said it i'm like yeah i see it you know like yes. you are very open and that's yeah. being bold like mm-hmm. not being afraid and of i, I like to take truth. things and from mm-hmm. different perspectives yeah mm-hmm. i think that's important when you walk with god yeah you know? yeah that's that good. Good. I like question. yes i love that oh it's my turn right yeah. um what is your favorite worship team team CDA oh C- <laughs> CDA worship team yeah I love Mabel like oh, she if is. I could listen if Mabel Mabel if you're listening please open up your Spotify account yes yes please Mabel I would rather listen to Mabel all day than like yes. any other worship yeah. like I yeah. love her voice mm. alone and her girls are singing now too yes <laughs> Ava beautiful and it's crazy how they each have yeah. their own individual style they yes. So yes. Yeah, they yes. Yes. yes yes they bring it together yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I support my church. Okay, so what is your biggest desire for your daughter? Mm. Oh mm. my goodness. To love the Lord. Mm. That simple. Yeah. My biggest desire since she was in the womb for her to know who God is. Mm. Mm. That's, That's beautiful. beautiful. Look at you and I, I look at you like, yeah. Yeah. I, love, I love how you go to the altar mm-hmm. and, and pray her. with your with baby her. girl. Yes. yes. Like that to mm-hmm. me, like it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's gonna and I, like I take pictures, girl, and like she'll be able to hold that picture, mm-hmm. right? She'll be able to hold that picture. And when yeah. she's like twenty one, she's gonna be like, man, my mama was a prayer warrior. Mm-hmm. Like she was a lover yeah. of the Lord. Yeah. And you've instilled that. You and Alex both within this ministry, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all are able yes. to instill that in her. Yeah. Yeah. Something that we oh. never received. Yes. Yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Woo. And girl, so let me beautiful. tell you. Don't play with the mother's prayer. Like, yeah. a woman doesn't play. So, yeah. Wow. That's, That's a good question. I love yeah. that. I don't think you're next. And then... So, mine for Jenny. Okay, let's see. Um, I'll start with the fun one first. Okay. What do you enjoy the most of your marriage? Mm, That's a good one. Everything. Mm. I love spending time with Alex. Like... We do everything together. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because before we were married, we were friends, right? We were best friends. Best we had been best friends like fifth grade. 
And I, I guess the thing I enjoy the most is our communication. Mm-hmm. How we can just talk for hours about everything, and it never gets boring. Like, wow. mm-hmm. and you would think, I mean, it's barely, it's barely gonna be a year next month, right? But we've been friends for like eleven years. Yes. So when people say, oh, it fades over over time, maybe it, maybe for some mm-hmm. people it does. But I think honestly, as long as we got God, that conversation mm-hmm. is gonna be, get even mm-hmm. better. And yes. the things that we're gonna do together, I can just see it grow. And mm-hmm. we're gonna have so much more to talk about. Yes. So our That's communication. Amen. Yeah. 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 Keep the fire going. Yeah. Yes. yes. And then the next one. That's that one's more on a deeper level. How has becoming a mom changed your relationship with Christ? Everything. <laughs> Honestly, um, I think it taught me to find joy in everything. Because mm-hmm. I think coming into this, it's I'm, I'm young, I'm new to this. It came out of the blue. You know, I, I did, we did, it didn't go the way God designed it to be. So I definitely had to learn really quick along the way. Mm-hmm. And as we talked, like, it's so easy to go to what everything society gives you, right? But it was definitely that moment where I had to focus on my relationship with God mm-hmm. to know, hey, you're a mother now. That's mm-hmm. my ministry as well. And so mm-hmm. it, it taught me about myself. God taught me a lot through my daughter, mm-hmm. you know, about him, how loving he is, how patient he is. Mm-hmm. And then it made me understand who God is mm-hmm. because the way he's patient with me, the way yeah. he's loving with me, the way he cares for me, the way he speaks to me, is how mm. I have to love my daughter. Wow. Mm. So I really learned so much about God in the way I need to be mm. for my daughter. Mm. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. Yeah. I mean, things about all of y'all. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. This was fun. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow. It's so exciting. Wow. Yes. Wow, y'all. This was a challenge. I, yeah. I learned new things about all of y'all. Yeah, yes. for sure. Yes. Wow. This was so much yeah. fun. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Yes. yes. Two hours? Was it two hours? Yes. Almost two, two hours. hours. Almost two right. Yes. Wow. So if you're still here, yes. the Bible says that there's no coincidences. Yes. Right? So we hope that you got encouraged, that you got something out of this um, podcast takeover with yes. all of us. This was yes. episode number six. Yes. Um, so we hope that you guys uh, got something out of it and that you... Um, have enjoyed just listening yes. to us speak and just share these experiences all, and yeah. just be open with one another. Um, I hope it felt like you were just here with us. Yes. yes. If you're out there listening to this, the li- yes, drop drop some comments down below. Yes. 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 Let us know how we did. Yes. 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 So this was the Social Misfits podcast number six. Woo! Thank Bye you. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.